Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Not Andrew, not a bad day after a very stormy night. Very You've good. had a, an incredibly difficult time, you and your family, uh, remembering your beloved daughter, Nicola. And now it's all very much coming back to you again, Andrew, isn't it? Well, as you say, a stormy night. It's been a very big storm for the last 10 years for us. Um, <laughs> everyone that loses somebody has a lot of pain. But the pain that's because of Nicola and the way she was taken from us, to me there's more pain than 99% of the people. I'm not taking anything away from anybody else that buries their kids. And because the man in question is seemingly supposed to be getting out shortly, it's more painful. If he was kept in for life, yes. But I suppose we have to thank the Japanese for keeping him in for the 10 years because he could have been out after five. Right. But he's there for ten years. How how does it impact on you, Andrew, every day of your life? Every day of my life, I feel like don't do anything, don't get up. God, I've been close to doing certain things to myself that I wouldn't have been getting up. I'm not saying that's gone, but I'm still here and the reason because of that is Andrea and Nala and John. They're after giving me, especially Nala, She's after giving me something to, as in Nicola and Andrew gave me when they were kids. But it doesn't make it any easier. It's still the pain, the heartache and the what ifs. You and I exchange comments and texts. We keep in touch because I I will never forget the day you both came in. You and Angel both came in to me um, when this happened first off. And that particular interview that day, uh, knowing that his su- suggested date of release is very close again, does it bring it all back to you? Well, it never went away. We always knew that he was going to get out. I, The only information I wanted from Japan was him coming out in the box, feed first, but that never happened. But the, according to reports, the reason they kept him in for the 10 years that he wasn't, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. If he had been say a good prisoner he could have been out after five years but that would have been more devastating on us if he had got out how do you feel do you feel angry oh, how, how? with who now with life oh with life yeah but what it's not life that caused what happened it's two two people that done something that they shouldn't have done I mean you go out and spike somebody's drink just to get your thrills with him and there's something severely wrong and it's happening everywhere you could say it's happening in Wexford it's happening everywhere and the sooner it's brought up and brought out these people the better for women in this country girls in this country I'm not saying it's not happening men but if you're low enough to go into a bar and a disco and spike somebody's drink just to have your way with him or have a bit of fun with him. There's something severely wrong with the mentality of these people. Can you talk to me a little bit about Nicola? Because I know you like talking about her. Oh, Nicola was... What was she like? Well, she was... Uh, she'd, she'd light up a room. Like, she'd walk in and there was always a smile on her face. She She loved life. 
Now, she didn't like me sending her to Japan, but I thought it was the best thing to do for her. And But she only went, I've letters from her, she only went because I said to go, because it was good for her career. Right. But she... What was she actually doing, Andrew? She was doing uh, business and language. Yeah. And at the time, she she had done very well in the Japanese in, in the Lareja. And so I said, well, why don't you take it up in DCU? And she took it up and uh, she was doing all right with it. But I thought, it, with the world being so big as it is now, Japanese might be a great language to have with the business that she was doing and maybe she'd go further with it well she did she went to Japan but she had to be brought home the perpetrator of this crime you believe he has showed no remorse well, I, I, I never wanted any information on him but reports coming back that he showed no remorse and like when I was over there the, sec- the second time uh, Angie and Andrea were with me and I wrote everything down from the start and, and it was the Japanese sort of didn't want us going over for the they said it was just a routine court appearance but to us it was a trial and we were delighted we were there but the judge it was a lady judge and three or four people beside her and three or four times she asked him to change his if he wanted to change his story and three or four times he refused and so at the end of it she turned around and I have it all written down she said you were going to be tried as an adult in three to six months time Right. and when we went back he was tried as a juvenile I questioned it and they came back and says no he was to be tried as a juvenile but the judge on that day said he was going to be tried as an adult so you have a lot of questions as you still want answered well, haven't sure, you? we're not going to get him answered the legislation was changed the, this year then. Do you think indirectly by your campaign you got it changed? Well, I remember going to a medium nine years ago and she, whether you believe him or not, it was through Nicola that it came back that the legislation was going to change because of what happened to Nicola. And in April this year, it changed 10 years on. And that's what Nicola told me 10 years ago, or nine years ago, that the, the legislation would change because of her in 10 years. Whether she meant in the next 10 years or 10 years, but if in April this year it changed, and if, it's, if, if the same happened now, your man would get life. And yeah. But I want to clarify something. You, you didn't ask for the death penalty for her, did you? I asked... Two people over there, two top Japanese. I asked them. They asked me the same question. And I asked them. I put it back on them. I says, what would you do if it was your daughter? And they said, we'd go for the death penalty. But because it was his first offence, it was never going to happen. Mm. It was either going to be five to ten, ten plus or, mm. or life imprisonment. Did you want a life for life, Andrew? Mm, I, no, I don't think I would have wanted that on my conscience. Right. But I wouldn't have wanted him to be out. I would have wanted him to be not breathing outside air anymore. 
you've talked in detail about your love for Nicola and how it has impacted your life. But uh, is it true that every night you go into a room and light six candles? Is that right? Well, I, I counted them last night and there's actually eight. Do you? And I have a little one at the top of the window and it's like a star. And every night, re- religiously, I light them and they'll stay lighting. Her room hasn't been touched apart from me hovering it. The lights are in her room for her to see if she wants to see. It's We're there for her. Have you managed to rebuild your life or do you just live within the day? Or How would you describe how you are now? Let's just say I was happy 10 years ago. Right. Um, no. I you just, you just put up with life now. Whatever things throws at you. Like when one of the most important things is taken from you. A lot of people just sort of, oh, whatever, they don't give a hoot about life anymore. They just go from day to day. Uh, as I said, the Japanese kept them in for 10 years. We have to be happy about that, I suppose. But the fact that he's getting out and he's going to walk free, I hope Nicholas haunting him. I hope that's the reason why he wasn't a good prisoner, that Nicholas haunting him. Every night, well, every day and night, and I hope she's there with him until he does that poppy clock, whichever way it works. Strong words, Andrew. I hope you find peace of mind, um, but I know that you are making strides in that direction with what we talked about a little bit earlier. You want to mention it again? Yeah, Coon Angel. Yeah, it's, it's, as I said, I, I prefer to go there rather than go to Nicholas' grave. And I get plenty of solace and just, I clean it every week and other people, we mow the lawns and all that. But we do have meetings on the, on the, first, on the first Monday of every month in the Christian Comu- uh, Community Centre up in 31 West Point Business Park, Clonard. And it's open for anyone who like me and like other people that are, that are going to the meetings that have buried their their daughter, son, child, nephew, whatever, it's open for anyone to go. Um, it, it's, 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 what would you call it? It's talking to somebody without... It's a place of serenity. Yeah, serenity, and it's not costing a penny. You know, it's not going to counselling where it might cost you. And this is... You're talking to people who have been there, done that, buried their child, and who are trying to help other people that are going through the same. And as I said, it's open for everyone and anyone that feels they come and, and yeah. see if they enjoy it. or see, Well, you won't enjoy it, you'll just get comfort out of it. Wish you well, Andrew. Thank you very much, Alan. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.